Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everyone. Welcome to the Word Podcast. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me. Uh, Again, hadn't mentioned it lately, but uh, spread the Word about our time together right here. Share with your friends and your family and your enemies and your co-workers, whoever, okay, about this time together. Um, we've been looking of late and have begun to look at the Feast of the Lord. I'll tell you, there's so much to be understood and so much to be gleaned from here. Uh, the Lord gave seven feasts to his children, as well as some other things that he gave, but there were seven particular feasts, and we're going to finish looking at one of them today, and we're going to look at one of the other things. Okay, so let's just jump right into it. We've been looking at Exodus 12, and we saw that the first feast that the Lord gave to them was Passover. And they were supposed to celebrate it a particular kind of way on particular days. And we saw that in Exodus 12. Now, let's go to uh, Leviticus 23, because Leviticus 23 gives us insight into uh, the Passover, but it also uh, gives us a bigger picture, thing, which is really, really important. So here we go. Leviticus 23, verse 1. The Lord spoke again to Moses, saying, so here's the Lord speaking, verse 2. Speak to the sons of Israel and say to them, The Lord's appointed times, which you shall proclaim as holy convocations, my appointed times are these. This is really, really important to the understanding of uh, timing within the feast elements and things that we see throughout the Scripture. This is what I have referenced when I've told you uh, that Jesus likely, and I'm, I'm not totally dogmatic on it, but I'm pretty strong on it, <laughs> that Jesus died on Wednesday afternoon in between the evenings. And the answer that people always come back is they'll say, well, that can't be because the next day was the Sabbath and we know that the Sabbath begins at sundown on Friday, so it, Jesus had to die on Friday afternoon. Well, no, that's not true, because there are appointed times, and the Lord says, these are my appointed times, and you shall proclaim as holy convocations. Holy convocation. There are these holy appointed times. And then he delineates within each one of the feasts, he will tell us what days among those feasts are to be holy days, and we'll see that as we go, okay? So there are appointed times, and they're the Lord's appointed times. That's the reason that when uh, I, I call it the Feast of the Lord rather than the Feast of Israel. Yes, these were the feasts that Israel celebrated, but they actually came from the Lord, and they're His appointed time, and they're His holy convocations. Now, here's verse 3 of Leviticus 23. For six days work may be done, but on the seventh day, There is a Sabbath of complete rest, a holy convocation. You shall not do any work. It is a Sabbath to the Lord in all your dwellings. So here we have the weekly Sabbath, the Sabbath that I was speaking of a while ago, which we say is uh, on uh, our Saturday, for lack of a better term, okay? It is a holy convocation, and the Lord grants it to them. It says this is one of the appointed times, and this is to be done every week. This is not one of the seven feasts of the Lord that were done at an appointed time of the year. Okay, This is something that was done every week. Now, verse 4, verses 4 and 5 um, give us the insight into the uh, Passover. Here's verse 4. These are the appointed times of the Lord, 
holy convocations which you shall proclaim at the times appointed for them. So uh, the Lord dealt with the weekly Sabbath in verse 3. He says this is what you're doing week by week by week. Now he's going to lay out uh, really the balance of the um, of the feast of the Lord. And we'll see it all the way through Leviticus 23, the feast of uh, Passover, the feast of unleavened bread, the feast of first fruits, the feast of uh, weeks, okay, it's weeks, or uh, Pentecost is what we're probably more familiar term with it, okay? Uh, the feast of trumpets, and that was really interesting because of uh, uh, what it occurs at that time, uh, the Day of Atonement, the Feast of Booths or Tabernacles. And so those are the seven feasts that he gives. Now, verse 4, again, these are the appointed times of the Lord, holy convocations, which you shall proclaim at the times appointed for them. Verse 5, in the first month, on the 14th day of the month, at twilight is the Lord's Passover. And that's all he says about it. The next verse, which we'll pick up in the next episode, says, Then on the 15th day, and he starts talking about another feast. But he says, In the first month, on the 14th day of the month, at twilight is the Lord's Passover. And there's some really interesting things related to that that I'll just touch upon right now. But we've already seen out of Exodus 12 that the Lord gave them the detail how they were to uh, select a lamb. Remember that? They were to select an unblemished lamb. They would do that on the 10th day of the month and keep that lamb until the 14th day of the month. And then on the 14th day of the month, they were to uh, kill the lamb at twilight in between the evenings, which is uh, 3 o'clock in the afternoon. They were to kill the lamb, and then they were to sit down and eat it. They were to eat the roasted lamb. They, to, they were to eat it with bitter herbs. He told them exactly what to eat with. He told them even how to be dressed. He said you to have your loins girded. To have your belt tight, in other words, to have your shoes on and strapped up, your sandals strapped up, to have your staff in your hand, okay, to be ready to go at a moment's notice. Now, what's interesting is they do this. They sacrifice the lamb. They prepare it. And remember, it was to be with head and entrails and everything, so there wasn't a whole lot of uh, uh, preparation that had to be done with this. Then they were to sit down and eat. Well, when they sat down to eat... That would be on the 14th day of Nisan. When they sat down to eat, it would be uh, at sunset. Let's just say 6 o'clock, which is sort of a safe thing because it's that this time of year. It's the springtime of year. 6 o'clock. They would sit down and start to eat. When they started to eat this Passover meal, it would become another day. It would become the 15th day of Nisan. So... They began everything on the 14th day. As a matter of fact, in the New Testament, it will, you'll see it described as the day of preparation because they're preparing the meal. They're preparing everything, and then they sit down and eat, and when they do, it becomes the 15th day, and as we're going to see the next time, the 15th day is the first day of the Feast of Unleavened Bread. Okay, the Feast of Unleavened Bread. And when you read it in the Scripture, the Passover and the Feast of Unleavened Bread uh, become sort of synonymous. It's like we say with our, we'll say, oh, it's the holidays. If I say, where, where are you going to be home during the holidays this year? Just about everybody's mind will default to Thanksgiving, Christmas, and New Year's, right? 
And so we sort of put them all together in one. The same thing happens, um, particularly when you read the Gospels. There's some interesting things that occur right there. And it actually starts to throw a curveball at a lot of things. <clears throat> I'll give you an example right here because our time's running short. We know that Jesus is the Passover lamb, correct? He's the Passover lamb. He's the one that was sacrificed. He was the one that died at 3 o'clock in the afternoon. If Jesus is the Passover lamb, then how was Jesus eating the Passover meal with his disciple the last evening that he was here on earth? How could he be eating the Passover meal proper if he was the one that was to be the Passover lamb? We'll get into a lot more detail related to that. The short of it is this. He was not eating the Passover meal proper in the sense that you see with Scripture. He was sharing a meal. He was just sharing a meal with his disciples, and he was actually establishing a new covenant. But from the sense that he was going through all the elements and that he was doing everything that we see and all the things that quite often you'll see in the Seder meal that's celebrated today, people will sit there and say, well, Jesus was drinking this cup. He was drinking this cup. He was doing this. He was uh, No, he wasn't. He was drinking cups. Yeah, he was doing things. He was having a meal. But it wasn't this Passover meal because the Passover meal would happen the next day after he died as the Passover lamb. Yeah, I know. There's a lot of little details to look at. But I find them amazing, and I find that it strengthens the faith and, and strengthens um, our understanding of the Word when we know these things. Well, anyway, I'm Dale. Thank you so much for being with me. I'll see you again next time.